This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. First Samuel chapter number 16, quickly, everyone. Open your Bible. First Samuel 16, verse 1. I will be speaking this morning of what I've captioned, the hand of God. First Samuel 16, verse 1. Then down to 11 through 13. First Samuel 16. If you're there, say, I'm there. I didn't hear you. If you're there, say, I'm there. 1 Samuel 16. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul? Seeing I have done what? I told some people, say, You are there. Seeing I have done what? I didn't hear you. Seeing I have done what? Rejected him. From what? Reigning over Israel. Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite. For I have provided me a king among his sons. Why are you still mourning over Saul? God said, I have rejected a mean that my hand has left him. Even though the crown is still on him. But my hand have left him. I pray over everyone that is under the sound of my voice. And watching us on this live stream. That may God's hand not leave your life. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear me. They came victor. I pray for you and your family. May God's hand not leave your family. Amen. May God's hand not leave your family. May God's hand don't leave your business. Yeah. Wave your hand and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. The man you conquer in this earth, on this life, is the man whose God's hand is not in his. If God is not on a man, then you can conquer the man. On a woman, then you can conquer. It does not matter how the manipulators manipulate. It does not matter what Goliath is putting on for battle. As long as God's hand is upon you, he will keep you. Amen. He will save you. Amen. He will deliver you. Amen. He will prepare you. Amen. And he will preserve you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody say the hand of God. Hand of God. Upon me. Upon. The hand of God is the seal of God. Upon a thing and upon a man. And God's hand is not on everybody. Coming to church will not put God's hand on your head. I want you to hear me and hear me well. Eh? Fulfilling religious activities does not attract the hand of God upon your head. The hand of God is the name of God. The hand of God is the seal of God. The hand of God is the approval of God upon a thing and upon a matter. And so God is not a joker. God is a serious minded being. So before he can put his hand or seal upon a man, upon a marriage, upon a business, 
Somebody must have fulfilled basic scriptural requirements. In Psalm 50 verse 1, let me have that scripture. Because this is not an excitement. The hand of God. Amen. The hand of God. Amen. A true preacher must tell you how the hand of God must come. And who is qualified for the hand of God. You can't kidnap people and then come and build church. And say the hand of God will be upon you. You can't steal what does not belong to you. And then bring it to the church and say God's hand will be upon you. You can't be jumping from one man to the other, from one woman or the other, and expect that the hand of God will rest upon you. Not God's hand, it's man's hand. Or maybe your pastor's hand. I say Psalm 50 verse 5. I'm just trying to give you an example of those who are, who are qualified. Gather my saints together. So God has saints. Even Jesus, before his ministry began, he chose 12. When he get tough, and when it became a sacred thing, a thing of destiny and life, he chose three to go with him. <laughs> As we are growing up, faith, we used to sing that song. Are you in the number? Are you in the number? Are you in the number? Save my grave. Are you in the number? Are you in the number? No, are you in the church? That's not what the inventor of that. You know, those days they write they write song based on revelation. These days we 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 write song based on how much how much uh, 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 you are charged, how much you are. What did they call it? Uh, it said uh, I am what high, good. How much you are high? That's why you are here. No kind of sing a song. The devil will kill them. The devil will kill them. Somebody can be answering. This guy you call uh, is it Zube or Michael Zubi or whatever? Huh? Yeah, your fans, your, your mentors. <laughs> of all the names, aka, say he's the what? King of mad people. Ezendara. Is that it? That's what somebody's answering. And yes, that's what it means. Ezendara means king of, 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 of mad, mad people. They tell you he's mad. And it's a spirit. So as you continue to celebrate the mad person, the spirit be attracted to you. And very soon you start misbehaving. I use Nigeria, I watch them as they do their advert on television. And I see with every humility, you know, they want to shut our mouth as agents of God, not to speak and not to correct what is wrong. They say, why are you judging? Don't say we should not judge. Don't talk. I have my life. Until all of us will finish. Very soon our children will tell us, how is that talk that you talk to a man? You talk to your son, say, shut up, close your mouth. <laughs> you say, yeah, junior. <laughs> they say, now can we talk? How can you talk with your son? You command your son. You instruct your child. No, you don't talk with him. You instruct him. You instruct him. We're talking about the hand of God. It's a serious matter. The same hand that rested on Saul. And he became king. When God's hand rests on you, something shifts in your life. That's an evidence. Is somebody going there with me? How many of your colleagues have gone and you have faced more bullets than them? Risky journey. There was something. It's not an error. Nickness. It's not an error. All those crimes, all those things they do in the bank to rob you in, but somehow God keep evading you. 
the hand of God. Somebody say the hand of God. You have not seen it, I've seen it. If you have not experienced it, I've experienced it. And I'm experiencing it, I'll continue to experience it. Amen. The hand of God. Gather my saints together unto me. God has saints. He has people who appeal to him. He has people who are special to him. Just like a young man. You find yourself among three young women. Four, five, twelve. Some of you have fourteen. And it's time to make a choice. But there is just this one. There is just this one. That is a saints to you. That is a saints to you. I don't know why I'm digressing now. But let me digress more. A young man asks you out. He wants to start a relationship with you. Maybe you agree. The next thing, suddenly your phone will get bad. Your phone will just spoil immediately. The first week of acting, your phone will spoil. Uh, why is it I've been calling you? You couldn't come. <laughs> My phone. My phone. My phone. What happened to your phone? It's not working well. And as long as it's continuing working well, you will not be getting me. <laughs> You have entered one chance already. <laughs> this guy's salary is 100000 Okay. The guy struggle within himself. Trusted God. So okay. Never can tell. This one may be different. Let, let's go. <laughs> Computer village. Pick the one you want. You will pick the one that is 87000 out of his 100000 salary. <laughs> and you say, I love you. You too will believe. You're already dying gradually. <laughs> you survived that one. The next week, he will tell you, his brother, his school fees, he couldn't attend lecture because he couldn't pay his school fees. <laughs> and gradually, the young man will just mia like this. Meow. <laughs> Run for his life. Because he has become an endangered species to you. Such person, God's hand is not upon the life of such person. He has come to eat you, to kill you, and to destroy you. <laughs> you are not among his saints. And so you cannot be gathered. My saints that have made covenant, so those God's hand rest upon them must be those that enter covenant. With God. You see some women who lost their husband and they cannot find any other man to stay with until they die. They stay single. Not because the scripture did not give them approval for that. But they are, they are so nicked to this person. So much in it. They told themselves that they cannot. Who else? Where they can't look to? Why some? The man is in the hospital. He has, he has gone for outing. It's in the hospital. It's already in outing. You all, all, all go to outing already. <laughs> hand, your hand is not on her. Her own is not on you. Let me come back to my message. That make covenant with me by sacrifice. So what I'm trying to say is the hand of God is not upon churchgoers. Not church members. Upon covenant children of God. This one's no weapon. When you hear, no weapon that is from a fashion me. 
passion against me shall prosper. So why is the weapon prospering? Does God's word lie? By two immutable things, God cannot lie. By his word. So something is wrong and it can never be God. Walk, you will not walk. Character, you don't have. Character, you don't have. Somebody tests you small. You demand for a phone of 87,000. And he said, I don't know what is wrong with young men of today's. Young women of those days, that's not how they were doing. They were helpers. They are not eaters. That's why. You are not coming for him. You are coming for his pocket. For his office. So who is going to marry somebody that came for his pocket? That's what the, the foundation of marriage is that it might be a help meet for him. Not for them. Not meet for them. For him. Not only in Kesa. Go back to 1 Samuel 6, uh, 16 quickly. 1 Samuel 16. Go back there. 1 Samuel 16 quickly. Verse 1. Why are you mourning over Saul? My hand have left him. And immediately God's hand pulled out of a thing or a matter. Things start going wrong. Just like the scripture said, when the oil of Samuel came upon David, the scripture said from that day, he moved forward. Everything changed. When God's hand rests upon a thing, a business, a marriage, a relationship, he advances. You see children of the wealthy, princes. Sometimes you look at the young woman they're getting married to. You say, ah, well, it's not a queen now. It's not as tall as this one. It's not as this. Keep talking. Keep talking. God don't see the way you see. When God's hand is upon your life, are you hearing what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you live. Grace will locate you there. Does not matter whether your father has a name. Grace will locate you. The hand of God navigates things towards your direction. It navigates. Does not matter your look, the clothes you're wearing. The hand of God navigates. I see men who marry a lady with one eye, not with completely blind. They say, that's the place. They say, are you mad? They say, yes. That's where I find joy. I'm mad with her. There must be something that is pulling that young man. You in your, your goodness and your mercy. Nothing. What it simply says is that God's hand is far from you. I have rejected him. Take me to verse 11. That's in the, go to 11 quickly. Verse 11, let's read. First Samuel 16, 11. Verse 11. And Samuel said unto Jesse, I, I hear all your children. He said, there remained yet the youngest. And behold, he kept the sheep. Number one. So these are criteria of attracting God's what? hand. He kept what? The sheep. While his brothers and the rest are in the palace, parlor, home. For licking and having fun, enjoying themselves, there's one that has been trained for the hand of God. He's somewhere taking care of the sheep. And someone said unto Jesse, Send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. Every time you see a young man that is dedicated to service, I see promotion coming. It's a matter of time. Sweeping, washing, cleaning. 
helping, call it media job, call it whatever you call it. I see elevation. I see acceleration before the person. There's no doubt about it. But when you see a man, the scripture says, a little sleep, a little slumber, folding of hand. It says, sharp poverty. Because that's one of the future of a poor man. Not thinking, not doing anything, but complaining, finding excuses. Then poverty must meet you. But when you see somebody who is diligent in his work, committed to assignment, doing what others don't want to do, your lifting have just started. Your acceleration have just started. Check all the billionaires in the world. The Kubanas of the... Go and find out how they started. Minia job. Nothing. Just doing what others rejected. Gradually. God of all grace. The God's hand said, mm, this is the kind of people I work with. God don't release oil on empty people. He doesn't release it on vacuum. He releases it on people that will take it to its next level. 12, quickly. Verse 12. And he did what? Sent for him. Every time you engage yourself on useful things, you will be sent for. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You will be sent for because God's hand is upon you. If you need somebody to drive you, you will never look for somebody who don't drive. And it doesn't matter where the person is. You will wait for him to come. Want someone to clean your house. You don't look for somebody who is sitting with you together. You're looking for somebody. You sent for him. You sent your driver to go and pick him. Brought him and now he was ruddy and wearied of a beautiful countenance. Beautiful spirit. And goodly to look. Our own is that I, I do fine. And I know they do this kind of job. Yeah? You find past David, right? But he was behind. <laughs> Training himself. Preparing himself for future leadership. Every time you are given an assignment, God is preparing you for the future. Testing the ground for you. Preparing you. That's what it's all about. But people who are myopic see it as, uh, uh, why didn't he ask me to clean the senior pastor's office? It's the main road is I should clean. Hmm? Let me stay there. This will be blowing me as I'm doing it. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Verse 13, quickly. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord, the presence of God, the hand of God came upon David from that day. Why do we dedicate our children? Why do we dedicate our car? Why do we commit everything God gives to us into the hand of God? So that God can seal it. So that God can keep it. So that God can abide in it. So that God can preserve it to last. Samuel took the horn of oil, anointed in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. The job was done. Never did you read from the scripture that David's life retrogressed. It was immediately God's hand is upon him. You know, things have begun to fall into places. Circumstances were now being created. All of a sudden, the next thing happened. The spirit, the Bible said that the spirit of God has left Saul. The king starts misbehaving. It is all in reaction to the new office of David. That he must get to the throne. And so suddenly, from nowhere, somebody from the palace 
That's what I'm telling you. You may be gifted, but you are not favored. Somebody must introduce you to the palace. You have a gift and nobody to introduce you to the palace. Your gift dies with you. Become useless. But immediately the hand of God came upon David. The king started misbehaving. Somebody from the palace said, there is a, you think it's David that is the only one that can play that instrument? He's not the only one that can play that instrument. He's not. But the hand of God has motivated and created something that David must be blessed. David must be honored. David must be taken to his next space and level. He will never be. God's hand cannot be upon you and you'll be small. They said there is in the house of Jesse, there's this young man. They say, fetch him. <laughs> so you see, from, they have moved him from the backside of life. He has received the oil. Now the oil now, fetch him has come now from the palace. He has moved to the palace. That's what God's hand does. It advances a man. It's my prayer that God's hand does not leave. As soon as God's hand leaves a man, the devil who is, the Bible says he moved to and fro. The only thing that is preventing the enemy from manifesting or taking hold of a man is the hand of God. Hmm? Did you not read from the scripture? The matter of uh, Job and Satan? He did everything good. He said, God, God said, okay, you can deal with his body. For his soul, touch it not. My hand is upon him. So when you enjoy the hand of God, no weapon that is form or fashion. It doesn't matter where they do, they cook the juju. It can't work because God is greater than all. Rather for it to work against you, work to your favor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? David's life advanced from that very day. And that's what everyone that enjoys the hand of God. If you are born again in spirit and truth. You have confessed Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You are serving in the hand of God. You are making things to happen. You are not useless to the kingdom, but you are useful to the kingdom. You are responsible to assignment. A child that is responsible to the home, I say blessing to the home, the parents always pray for that child. That's how it is. In your school, your classroom, if you are the one that is responding to the instruction of your lecturers and your teachers. You are an attraction to them. They, are they will know your parents. They will know your home. Just simply because you are delivering. While others are jumping first. You are delivering. You become an attraction. And that's how it is everywhere. The seal of that person. The hand of the authority. The seal of the authority will rest upon you. David progressed as soon as God's hand came upon his life. Why? Because he was available unto God. He was a believer unto God. First Samuel 17, quickly. 17, let's go to, get me verse 42. Just the next chapter. First Samuel 17, 42, because of time. Quickly. First Samuel, thank you. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him. Yes, because he was walking by sight. Whenever the hand of God is on upon a man, Ayagadaba. It becomes so annoying to the devil. The devil hates those that carry grace. He said, disdain him for he was but a youth. Yeah? No shaking. 
is a youth but loaded. And ruddy and of a fair countenance. 42. Or 43. And the Philistines said unto David, Am I a dog that you should come to me with steps? And the Philistines caused David by his God. By his gods. And the Philistines said to David, Come to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the earth. And the beast of the field. Whenever you see a man boast, something is motivating him. And we know that there are two things that motivate men on this earth. Their pocket, number one. And the person that have done something for them. That's what motivates men of this earth. They are juju man. The sacrifices they have made. And the size of their pocket. That's why you see a man say, who do you think you are? Do you know who I am? If you are not worth nothing, you cannot stand. I said, you know, there's something. If you interview you, your pocket is full. Or your father is in a position if, you, if he's alive. Or somebody have done something. The Philistines said to the devil, come to me and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the earth and to the beasts of the field for the fire. Now hear David's own testimony. And David said to the Philistine, thou comest to me with sword and with spear and with a shield. This is your pride. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. The next verse, I'm going to somewhere. Uh-huh. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. Why is David boasting? There's a hand upon his life. There's no comparison physically. That's why the guy got angry. I said, you guys should give me somebody to fight. And you gave me this chicken. Have you seen, man, even at our level, you know when you're talking to us, you say, this ant. This, uh, Goliath even tried. He used his own beds. Our own is ant. Something you don't can't even see. I will smite thee and take thy head from thee. And I will give thy carcass of the host of the Philistine to this day, unto the fowls of the earth, unto the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is God in Israel. That when your, the hand of this God rests on you, just, just they go. Just they go. Give me the next verse. And all this assembly, these weaknesses that are here today, eh, shall know that the Lord saveth not with the sword and spear. That's why even after going to school, we still bow to the God of heaven. With all the decrees we have, with all the comfort, with all the connection, with all the contact, with all the place, we don't talk about it. Because St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians verse number 10. Can I have it? I think it's 1 Corinthians verse 10, verse 5. 1 Corinthians 10, 5. Quickly. Leave that place. We'll go back. 1 Corinthians 10. Give me verse 5. Is that verse 5? No. It said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I think it's 15 or thereabouts. Is it 15, 5? I am what I am by the grace of God. First Corinthians. I think it's 15, 10 or 10, 15. Either of them. Search it out for me quickly. Pastor Van, help out quickly. 15, 10, right? Okay, quickly. 15, 10. All right. But by, 
Let me read 9 first. Give me 9 and come down. I want to connect it together. Verse 9. For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet, that is, I am not qualified to be called an apostle. Because I persecuted the church of God. So the hand of God qualifies a man. Eh? The hand of God qualifies a man. You will see a young woman that her life, she has aborted 10, 10 babies. But she got married. And within a second, she's pregnant. How do you explain that? If not the mercy of God. That's the hand of God. It's not the hand of devil. God just wants to prove a point. Say, Nami the Duam. And that's why people that have met God, you don't, they don't show themselves. You just see the works of God in their life. When you see a man begin to explain what he has achieved, he achieved nothing. Those achieved things, what they achieve speaks for them. They don't talk. He said, for, for I am the least, the guy he's saying is the least of the apostles has written almost all the epistles. And he never met Jesus one-on-one. -on -one. It was by revelation. He knew this. Those who walk with Jesus. No wonder the scripture said, a prophet have no honor in his hometown. People who respect you are people who don't really know your background. Those who know your background, they know when you are naked. They know when you are weak. They know when you misbehave. So that's what the picture they continue to have about you. So the day you carry Bible, say, repent. They say, who is talking? Who is talking? They remember the day you stole. <laughs> That's what comes to their mind. They are not seeing the Bible. They are not hearing your voice. They say, who is talking? Say this one. No, 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 no. Leave it. But the person they do not know is past. They will believe the person. <laughs> they say, I'm the least of them. Because I persecuted the church of God. Verse 10. But by the grace of God, by the hand of God that came upon me. You know his conversion. His name was Saul. When, when God's hand rests upon you, he gives you a new level, a new status, a new name entirely. And God's hand comes upon you. Suddenly, somebody who cannot dress begins to dress well. You know, the hand of God cannot be upon your life and you'll be living a shabby life, an empty life. Dress unnecessary, dress like uh, whatever. When God's hand is upon he organizes your life. He will organize your life. When the apostle was in prison and the angel opened the gate, what did the angel, did he say run out? He said, put on your, your shoe, put on your belt. Dress well and represent God. Don't provoke me to talk now. You know, I was showing my son uh, something on Facebook. It's a friend. You know, he wore, he wore jeans and wore Gucci belt. Grown-up person, a father like me. And he was wearing T-shirt. He put down the shirt very well, but that place where the logo, he bring it off and show it. <laughs> I was looking at my son. He was looking at me. I said, son, what do you have to say? He shook his head. He said, mindset. I said, ah, you got it. You got it. If you want us to see your Gucci belt, talk in. Talk in so we can be seeing it. But what you wore does not, it's like this one I'm wearing now. Wearing Gucci now. I'm raising the air up ever. <laughs> eh? Black man mentality. I'm sorry to say that. Mark, uh, Z, what do they call him? Zekabite. Zekabite. Zuko bite. 
Anyhow, Mike, the founder of Facebook, when he came to this country and he went to the villa, to the villa, did you see him? Any of you saw him? What was he wearing? A t-shirt and a jean. Where's now? So now you know the, what they are what? Where is it? What is it what? He has already run into billions of dollars. And he wore a shirt. Let me see any of you now say you have a appointment with Buhari next week. As in next week. Hey, <laughs> The contribution you have made towards convention, you will withdraw it from the convictor. <laughs> I want to complete the money and go and make and dress. Stand up, sir. <laughs> it must, it must, thank you. It must, must be flowing. So that villa will know that somebody has come. It is not the clothes invited. It's your brain. What is in you. That's what the president wants to see. Throughout the reign of President Obasanjo, I never saw him on suit. The native was wearing his what? Ankara. Adire, 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 locally made. It does not change him from commander-in-chief. You come to event, you dress more than the person who have the event. <laughs> Say today, then go, then go, no. We'll paint Lagos red. When you finish painting it, you are living in somebody's house. Huh? Are you getting something? So let your life change. Most of us are the problem of ourselves. Yeah. You are a, a grown woman with children. You are wearing Gucci. You are raising your shirt, which you see is Gucci. And we have seen it now. So what has happened? No, what has happened? Mindset. But said, he said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. May the God's hand upon your life not be in vain. Amen. That's why you see some people have a voice. They are not singing. Uh, 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 look at the step of my shoe. That's why I cannot sing. Keep the voice. Continue to make it in vain. There is no way that you can be gifted. As I'm called now to preach, I cannot preach because uh, somebody annoyed me. Eh? That means I want to die. I throw away what God has called me to do another thing. Look at what he's saying in the scripture. He said it will not be in vain. That's what I'm saying. Some are gifted, but some are not favored. Why? Because the God's hand upon you, you have not maximized it to the fullest. You're not proud of it. You're not glorifying God. Some of you are here. This 2.6 million, you have it. You can write the convention out. These ACs you see here, are, most of the people who gave it are no longer in this church. This tent, somebody paid for it. Eh? These are the things that attract God's hand upon the life of people. Some people sold, they lead to the, the foundation. Says some people, I know two people who sold their car and that their money is buried in that foundation. God will leave such, such, such sacrifices and carry his hand and put upon somebody that will take it. You know, it was here. You remember what I'm saying? Somebody had an accident that people were carrying their hand on their head. A member of this church, a Mercedes uh, uh, L, um, is it L, M, ML. That papa, people carry a hand, say he's finished, he cast some assorted. He crawled and came out, no scratch on his body. This person doesn't come to meet with Sabi. When I saw him that day, I knew something has happened. He brought the picture or showed me the pastor, I'm going to do Thanksgiving. You know, as a pastor, when we hear Thanksgiving, we'll rejoice. Because when they say God has visited his church. Mama, can you remember yes, how much 
How much did he put in the envelope to come and thank God? 30,000 naira. It was 30,000. And some people said, I should not talk. The ne- that same week, he took his friends to club and spent 1.2 million. They were drinking. The next week, he bought another car. But he threw 30,000 to God. Why, why, are you, why, are you, why are we make? Why are we make? Why can't you just stay at home? No, there's no need of coming. If you can take your friends and spend one point something million, while you guys are, are, are cruising yourself, what are we wasting our time? Say, I want to come and testify. Huh? Go show yourself to the priest and do what the law required. That's what the word of God said. You can't spend for God's work. You can spend for your friend. Now, those people that have gone, they have gone. One of them, somebody drove the car away. He will never drive that car. When my father passed on, in the drawer, money, I'll tell my wife, unused. My other brother, I, gave, I said, go ahead, spend it to, to, to attend meeting. People will spend it. There's nothing you are carrying to anywhere. Anywhere. People build church. As we are coming, I'll show you the Catholic church. You say you didn't even know how it is. I said, sacrifice. It's not contribution. If you can, do it. Don't be waiting for us. Everybody must know this is not a contribution center. For God so loved the world that he gave his only, only begotten son. Can't you just do something? People say close eye. Don't close eye. Open your eyes and do it for God. Do something. that You can hit your chest. I bless God. Not the pastor. I am what I am. Give you a nice scripture by the grace of God. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me. The grace put upon me. How can God save you from a plane crash and you can't talk about it? You keep quiet. How can God give you a job? You cannot talk about it that God, God gave me a job. God promoted you. can't say God promoted me. God visited you. You can't say God gave me this. Do you take things for granted? You, do you think things just happen? You think people just favor you for favoring sake? It's so that God can be glorified. He said, but I labor more abundantly than all. So when you talk about hard work, I they work. That's what he's saying. He talk about hard work, I they work, but I labor more abundantly than they all. Look at what he said there. He said, yet not I. Austin, did you hear that? Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. That's what he's doing it. <laughs> Have we found such people in our midst? Have we found such people? I remember when I was pastoring the ROCCG in Dolphin Estate. A young man walked into our church. When he walked in, the next week, things changed. As a pastor, things changed. How do I mean? I remember we were about to buy chairs. Huh? The wife looked at him. It's good to marry a godly wife. Oh. You know, some men cannot give because of their wife. Some women cannot give because of their husband. Because <laughs> if you finish in church, come and meet them at home. <laughs> I told you my brother has not eaten. Every time I come to church, I must make sure that he's around. <laughs> I must make sure that my helper is around. So I said, thank you. Thank you, Dignes. <laughs> God, continue to bless you, sir. 
That's how the grace of God is not in vain. God give you money to honor him with it. God give you gift to honor him with it. I was sharing with Mama doing with me and my pastor friend were talking that attended uh, Daddy's burial. He was telling me about one young man that his pastor was about to start a church. A billionaire. A young, I don't want to measure his age. He said, Pastor, his money, clean money. I said, good. He was to fly his first private jet, hired, not his own. He said, suddenly, just remember. He said, my pastor has not flown private jets before. And I'm flying. He has paid. He called the people. Postpone it to the upper. They say, you pay more, you pay. And he called his pastor. You are traveling with me. Hey, I said, Jesus. Bought a land, 60 million. The church building is three something. He said, I will pay. I don't want to begin to talk. I'm talking about how people make a difference. This song we sing here, here, our welcome song, what is it? Somebody wrote it. Uh, Dickness, Grace, Chukwedo, wrote that song. That's her contribution. That's her impact. That's what we are talking about. What is the grace of God upon you for? What have you done for the house of faith? What are you doing that you are asking God to bless me, to keep me? What would be the reason? The doctors in the Bible, the woman died, the people cried, and they gathered evidence of her impact in the work of faith. They say, if she die, who gives us this? Who will make us clothes without paying for it? He cannot die. They sent for the apostles. We on a day come. The Bible said they rose her up. She woke up. She woke up because of her impact. The grace upon her was not in vain. I went to the U.S. without going for visa. My wife went to use it without going for visa interview. I'm saying publicly, say about here, simply because I had a son who was in a position to do that. I just got a call from U.S. Embassy. Come, I feel my form. Living in Mushi, when the God's hand is upon your life, I was living in Mushi, number six on the streets. That's where we are. I say it publicly to the glory of God. So, if you are here and you are not making change here, what are you here for? What are you here for? You can teach in the Sunday school. You are sitting down. You want us to be praying. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, send help. God said, I've sent help. I said, God, we can't see the person. We can't see the person. You can do something and you are not doing it. You aren't going to be. I can count how many people who were here when Vim started. A lot of them scattered all over the world. God has taken them around. I went to Finland. Five times I've been to Finland. That's one country you need to visit. And it depends on when you go. If you go in June, there's no day, there's no night. I'm not saying what they said. Waking up by 1 p.m. Everywhere was like, one, eight, eight, I mean, like afternoon. I said, Gabriel, what's going on here? He said, Pastor, well, you came at the right time. So how do you people sleep here? He said, we have to put thick cuttings on our windows to create darkness so that we can sleep. 24 hours light. No, no, no night. How did I get there? Through a young man called Gabriel. I was a member. I was in the choir. David, he was playing our keyboard. But God took him to Russia. From Russia, he entered Finland. While he was there, you know what I'm talking about. We have some needs. This guy will take care of it. The ones he can take care of, the one that is beyond him. He will have done it before he tell us. So I was not surprised when God catapulted him to where he was. And so when, I, when he invited me to come, I could not help. 
I wedded him. I took from here weddings. He white, married a white lady. I conducted the wedding. When he had his first son, I went there to go and dedicate it, sir. When God's hand is upon you, you cannot be stranded in life. When God's hand is upon you, your hands cannot be weak. You are concerned. You'll be looking at what has not been done, not what has been done to me. Like somebody in love. If you are in love with someone, you will not be thinking of bother what the person has done for you. You are concerned about him. That's what love is. And so as you are doing so, the same person is doing towards you. It's called symbiotic love existence. That's how it works. It's not why he has not given me this. He has not given me this. He has not given me this. You, are, you don't love the person. You are concerned about him. God so loved the world. In our sin, God still loves us. Concerned about us. Somebody say the hand of God. I didn't hear I say the hand of God. My prayer is that it does not depart out of your life. That's all you need. When God's hand is upon you, you are sealed. You are covered. You are protected. You are favored. You advances. People just love you for who you are. And what you are. They just love you because God's hand is working for you. It's fast forwarding you. It's directing your life. Thereabouts. You don't mean you may not have name. You may be on the backside of life. They just see you and they just love you. And things are just working. Despite the fact that 